you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Fantasy Freaks and Geeks, what's up? We welcome you into the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. James Coe here with you. What a beautiful Monday morning we have in front of us here today. Oh, my goodness. All right, join alongside by the Magical Beard of Fantasy. Rocking the sweet flannel. That's right. Today, we have Matt Franciscovich. What's up? I'm glad I'm wearing this flannel. It's cold in here, man. It's a little cold in the mornings. And then, oh, you got a jacket on. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. And then it heats up. It heats up. It heats up in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, we got the whiz kid from Wisconsin, Alex Gilhart. What's up? It's not the start of a fantasy live podcast if we don't talk about inane weather details while we live in Los Angeles. 100%. Whatevs. That's how we do it. Just has to be done. Deal with it. That's how humans work, though. I, I think no matter where you live, you talk about the weather first. Yeah. Which is true. Uh, we have the pride of West Virginia. We have Matt Harmon. What's, What's up? up? I'm uh, here on Amazon.com, yes. uh, free promotion. They do sponsor some stuff with us. Okay, uh, good. But I'm here on Amazon, and I am a prime. What member. you got? I'm looking at ugly sweaters. Ugly for, sweaters because it's Christmas season. Yeah, it is. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, hadn't heard of it. And as as the listeners of the podcast, wait, wait, I'm, it, I'm it, in on Christmas. Oh, is it? It's not holiday season. No, it's, we're we're saying we're Merry saying Christmas it again, again. Uh, James. James. <clears throat> Got it. But yeah, I'm looking at Christmas sweaters because we have a Christmas party to attend. Well, we have the holiday, the company holiday party tomorrow, which mm. will be fun. But also have a Christmas party on Saturday that I'd like to wear a Christmas sweater to. So very exciting. Do they have a Josh Gordon Christmas sweater? No, uh, they don't. But they should. They That's, absolutely. I don't know if they. I don't know if that will be in production in time enough for this <laughs> Christmas season. But maybe, maybe next. Hopefully, Christmas it's season. him with the shades. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, he's still playing in the NFL by Holy next hell. Christmas. <laughs> Riding him, him with the deal with the shades. Yeah, was epic. Pretty and Corey amazing. Coleman wore him too, and then they lost. He did. Yeah, <laughs> then and they lost. Then they lost. Yeah. It was still. It was still. Whatever. Fun to see. Who cares? They got Hunley. As long as oh, <laughs> they got Hunley. Get out of here. That's as not a verb they, you uh, want to to be. It could be anything, getting Hunley. 
Really, if we if we're really being honest, we have yeah, producer Chris so here as well. Yes, hey guys. indeed. What's up, man? Hey, good morning. Hey, man. How you doing, pal? I'm doing all right, man. It was a it was a good weekend. It was a nice, warm weekend, and Chargers. Chargers win. Hello. There we go. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I mean, they won with a vengeance. Yeah, I think the skins kind of just packed it in yeah. in the second quarter, man. That was sad. But that it was, was fun. I used to work for the Redskins. I got to see a lot of old co-workers nice. at StubHub Center, so it was a lot of fun. Nice. Rub, rubbing shoulders with some media types, Yeah, as they say. Absolutely. <laughs> Aren't you media type now? I guess so. Oh, okay. Well, I'm as they say, I don't know. Oh, okay. He's one kind of media type. <laughs> yeah. I don't some know. kind. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. We should move on. All right. Got a great show in front of us here today. We're going to break down the waiver wire, talk about your top performers, break down this uh, unbelievable performance again from Antonio Brown. I'm going to start this uh, Antonio Brown for MVP campaign. Um, I'm well, it's gonna... been going for a while. It I, is. It I gave is. you an RT, RT. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's get that going. Let's start talking about some of your top performers uh, at the running back, quarterback, tight end position, and talk about some biggest disappointments as well. What are you doing with Kirk Cousins? Moving forward, given that offensive line. Uh, how about at the wide receiver position? Mike Evans, again, continuing to disappoint. And then Jimmy Graham just ghosted us for no damn reason. Yeah. <laughs> no reason. None. Whatsoever. Just completely ghosted us. We'll get to uh, most damn games as well. Most of them. Most of them. Not not EDG. MDG. We're not fake. We're not advertised, false advertising anymore. We are very <laughs> upfront about the fact that it's not every damn we got, game. We got, we got banged by the SEC <coughs> there. We got some, some complaints. It's true. It's true. It's yeah, I'm still true. trying to work back from the financial fallout from that lawsuit. Uh, but we start your show as we always do with your top fantasy headlines. News, news. News. News, news. I like turtles. Uh, all right. We're, I mean, the, the top headline, no doubt, starts at Philadelphia, right? Uh, Carson Wentz believed to have suffered a torn left ACL. I mean, he took a gigantic shot. He did. Uh, in the end zone as, as he was trying to run in a touchdown. It ultimately got called back. He, um, he stu- I, I just can't believe He hung in there. He did. He hung in there, played a couple plays after that. Um, went to the locker room, and then you know, then reports start coming out that he may have torn uh, his left ACL, which is just—I I mean, very depressing. It is, man. You know what? I, it, if you think about how this season has gone, obviously we've gotten some you know big injuries, and there's big injuries every single year. You know, Odell yeah. Beckham, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, these guys get injured, whatever it might be. Every single week, if it's 2017, right? James Watt goes down. Um, you know, Ryan Shazier. So I get it. You know, there are. There's always going to be injuries in the NFL, but, you know, it, it just seems as if this year there's, I mean, superstars going down. And and, and the, the sad thing is, too, it's like, okay, here comes Deshaun Watson. All of a sudden he becomes a supernova and just lost for the season. Carson Wentz, supernova, gone for the season. Done. This year's been snakebitten. We cannot have nice things. Sucks. And based on this, we'll probably hear later that Aaron Rodgers' CT scan is bad and he can't come back. So, like, even though there's a glimmer of hope that, like, hey, we could get one good player Maybe back. Maybe he comes back. Nope. No. All right. Well, we'll find out. Uh, what does it mean, though, for the Philadelphia pass catchers? Nick Foles now um, expected to start uh, moving forward for Philadelphia. I mean, guys like Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar. Uh, who sees the biggest impact here, Matt Harmon? Oh, man. I mean, I, you got to think it's everybody. Franchise nerd talking yesterday before the Carson Wentz injury, probably putting bad, motiva- mo- uh, bad mojo, mojo in the air, uh, or juju, not that juju, but just the idea of it, mm-hmm. uh, that 
you know, he's this type of quarterback that elevates everybody. And yesterday, you know, we saw Alshon Jeffrey catch his fifth touchdown in as many games. We saw uh, Nelson Aguilar have double-digit targets for the second time in two weeks. We saw Torrey Smith do that for the first time all year. 100 yards for Torrey Smith. <laughs> yeah, and, all, and, and the tight ends, both of them scored – Three combined touchdowns yeah. on nine combined targets. So this is the type of thing you get when Carson Wentz is in the game. It's not the type of thing you're probably going to get with Nick Foles. However, I do think that this is a – you know, I, I don't think that this is a, a – I, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world for the Eagles. I mean, it's awful, but, like, they're still a good enough team that I think they'll still be a pretty good team. So still competitive in the NFC. And I, I think some of these guys, like, the, the shine definitely comes off of players, of course, like – Torrey Smith, you're not going to mess around with that, but the rest of these guys I think can be okay, but it certainly takes a hit off their ceiling, especially somebody like Alshon Jeffrey, who's uh, working off mostly touchdown production, and I think the touchdown ceiling comes down That's with Foles. Yeah, he, I mean, he uh, came in and played pretty well, though, in that spot. He made some nice throws. He's a he's a veteran. Uh, he's probably, like Greg said it on the around the NFL podcast, which everybody should listen to as well. Never heard of that. that he's probably he's probably one of the better backups in the league. I mean, he's he's, he a, proven, he's a proven starter. He's with yep. a good coach and a good offense. He's a Pro Bowl. So it's not an abandoned. It's not an abandoned. <laughs> he made the Pro Bowl. No, a it's years true. Ago. I know it's true. Which he, is crazy, I mean, guys, had, in the he, record books. He had yeah. that twenty-seven and two season. Yeah, he also he is one of the I think three quarterbacks to only ever throw for seven touchdowns in a game. Which is a baffling stat. Unreal. In there. Unreal. But anyways, the point is like it's not a skies falling abandoned ship like it kind of was with the Packers and Brett Hundley. Although Devontae Adams evened out, but like Jordy Randall, yeah. like, just chuck Everybody. them all out of yeah, there. Yeah, we're not going from Deshaun Watson to Tom Savage, right? So it's it, Alshon might still be okay. Ertz might still be okay. Aguilar could be a little more spotty, but yeah, it's yeah. it's not I as great, like, but it's not a p- total panic. This is just a guess, but I feel like Foles is going to like funnel targets to one guy instead of how Carson Wentz just spreads the ball around to everybody and everyone benefits. I feel like Foles will probably find his one or two guys that he can rely on and just you know load them up with targets. I feel as if Nelson Aguilar is going to be banged the hardest. Yeah. Uh, by this injury. You know, you mentioned Alshon Jeffrey being you know largely touchdown dependent, which I think is true. But I still think they'll be able to move the ball enough, especially, mm-hmm. um, you know, down the stretch here. I just – I feel as if Alshon might be okay. Uh, a- as we mentioned, Nick Foles is not the worst backup quarterback. As a matter of fact, he's probably one of the best backup quarterbacks we got uh, in I the agree, NFL. Yeah. So it's not – it's not like – it's almost – what the Eagles are going through right now is exactly um, – situationally anyways, exactly like what Oakland went through last year. Riding high, dominating, double-digit wins late into the season. You're thinking, oh, man, these guys are absolutely cooking. They're cruising. And then disaster strikes. But they went from – I had to be reminded of this, right? They went from they went from Derek Carr not to Matt McGloin. They First to Matt McGloin. Then they went to Connor Cook. Connor Cook. Right. That's what it was. Because it was McGloin who finished – he played against the – the Denver Broncos, I think, to end last season. And then what? He suffered a concussion? He suffered some sort of injury, and then right. we got Connor Cook in a playoff game, which, oh, my God, that's amazing to think about. But the Eagles are a much, much better team yes. like, overall. I mean, they're like, I've seen this on uh, – I think from a coaching – They've got a better coaching staff. Yes. They've got a great defense that I think it's uh, overlooked because of how good their offense is. Yeah. Your point about Aguilar is well taken because I mentioned he has back – the back-to-back games with double-digit targets. He has seven and eight catches, which are both season highs. But those are also two games that Zach Ertz left in the third quarter of the game against the Seahawks. Yeah, uh, Ertz obviously did not play yesterday. He's a big commanding presence in the middle of the field. And Aguilar, of course, is a slot receiver who's there a lot too. So I think that that, that volume could come down because he hasn't been a high-target guy all year. Right, And they they have a lot of depth in the backfield, which is good. I think they can lean more on the run game. You're right. 
And right. for fantasy purposes, matchup-wise, they have two really good matchups in the next two weeks. Yeah, they do. At New York Giants in Week 15, and then against Oakland at home in Week 16. So those are two me. defenses you can really. By take the way, of. Oakland yes. was the team that falls through seven touchdowns against. Well, oh, hell, <laughs> that's right. here we go. Just saying. Here we go. So French, trends. You write the streaming quarterback column. Foles is going stream- to be on there. He's going to be on there. Let's He's not going to be the number Spicy. one option. Let's go. Bortles probably will be, but Foles, <laughs> Foles, Foles has to be on there. This Absolutely. team is loaded with with skill position we, weapons. We can't laugh at Bortles anymore, by the no. way, as a fantasy quarterback. He's been no, playing he's well been playing for Bortles, stretch, and he has no, he a has great, well. great matchups coming up. Bortles is laughing at us. Did you see his like post-game comments yesterday? He was like, people, it was amazing. Aren't, people aren't used to coming down to Jacksonville and getting getting whooped. For 60 minutes, yeah. 60 minutes. Like, he's like, didn't we, he say we, like, we beat their ass for 60 minutes or something? 60 minutes, something like that. I'm like, damn, even Blake is feeling himself right now. Let's go. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. More quarterback news. Josh McCown, broken left hand. Uh, expected to miss the rest of the season here uh, as we are approaching the end. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a disaster news for Robbie Anderson. Oh, yeah. oh I was just going to say, done. We're, we're coming from talking about, like, well, you know, this can't be that bad. Like, Nick Foles, actually a pretty good backup. You know, he's, he's started for teams before. Like, yeah. And then you go from Josh McCown to Bryce Petty, and it's like, nope. Oh. <laughs> done. Ba- abandoned done, done, abandoned done. ship. The Titanic Un- is now yeah. sinking yeah, half, halfway underwater. If you have Robbie Anderson, you're done. I, uh, you, you can't blame He also had a hamstring. Yeah, he, he flared up. Yeah, yes. He did indeed. But uh, still dealing with a little bit of an injury there. But, I, I mean, the quarterback downgrade is so severe. Yeah. Um, and I think Robbie Anderson has improved as an overall wide receiver. Absolutely. Um, used to just be a guy that could, you know, uh, run that nine. That's it. But I, I think he's absolutely improved his game overall. But I, this is even then, I don't think he's he's not you know he's not a great route runner by any stretch of the imagination. He's not that guy that is going to just be able to get himself open regardless. You know what I'm saying? So I think the quarterback downgrade so severe. We, I, I, I think we've think we've now problem. reached the point of never Jets apologies apologies to Jets yes. fans for for our never Jets in the offseason and them actually having like a top ten quarterback and a top ten wide receiver for the entire year. <laughs> but now now week fifteen no for reals this time you guys hashtag never Jets. I will say like. I'm trying to pull up the numbers right now to look at him as we're talking. Look at him. But I you know, it is worth noting yes. that last year the Robbie Anderson kind of break like mini breakout really started when Bryce Petty took over. Oh, I mean Lord. he was he was like just gobbling up air yard right. volume it and was, late in the was it was late in the year when Petty was starting. Um obviously last last this this week that just occurred that just finished, like that's going to be depressing because Petty's coming off the bench. He's yeah, cold, whatever. Exactly. Robbie Anderson's injured. Robbie Anderson's injured. He might have gotten injured again in this game. We don't yep. know. But, yeah. So, I think it's just at least worth considering. I wouldn't drop him if that's, oh, no, no, no. If that's what we're talking about. No, no, I just no. don't know if I'm playing him in a, you know, semifinal playoff game week 15. Well, they get the Saints and the Chargers. In weeks 15 and 16. Those are both bad matchups. Those aren't great yet. I mean, Chargers have one of the best secondaries in the NFL and one of the best pass rushes to boot. The Saints are, you know. It'll depend if Lattimore plays. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You could also talk yourself into negative game script on the track in the the Superdome. So, Okay. 
<laughs> Look at that. We talked ourselves back into maybe starting Robbie Anderson. I know, yeah. Exactly. How the hell do you find anything on this website? <clears throat> what website are you on? Bro? I'm on Pro Football Reference. Oh. Like, I've never been here before. Oh, really? I'm, He's oh, joking. I'm I was like, really? Okay. I don't know. Maybe, I was like, maybe you work off your, your you know, your 100 spreadsheets. I don't know. No. Okay. I just, I'm going to, I, who cares? Just, we'll move on. We'll move on. We'll yeah, talk, we'll talk Robbie Anderson splits with Petty on Thursday podcast. Tune in. So is it never Jets <laughs> or is it not never Jets? It's not never Jets. That's what I'll say. I think <laughs> officially. It's wait. It's what, not it's never, never jets. jets except Robbie Anderson. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think I just I think it's not never Jets. I think we we are still going to consider the Jets. When I started that campaign, I thought it was legitimately going to be like the worst offense we've ever ever, ever, seen. ever seen. I mean, yes. everybody was saying that, so it, it's not that offense. Many people were saying that. Many people, Many people were saying that. Many people were. Okay, I have the split. Jesus. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> wow. In set in unbelievable uh, in the six games with Bryce Petty in 2016. Okay, he averaged 11.6 <laughs> or 11.7 PPR points per game in the games outside without Bryce Petty, 5.9. So, well, bump. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, he was on a five touchdown pace. All his touchdowns came from Bryce Petty last year. He it's, got hot late last year. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, that was not worth the time it took to find that. It, no. it, really, it really. I apologize was. to yeah. everybody in the room. Okay. Let's move on. Okay. Let's get to dump some uh, <laughs> defensive news. He's another star. Gerald McCoy, he fears that he has torn his bicep, could be out for the season, could be out. Uh, we shall see. The Whatever. Bu- uh, the Buccaneers' defense is already terrible. I get it. Um, but yeah. it weakens an already terrible defense. Uh, I think the Giants finally overtook him last week. Um, for worst defense in the NFL per you know yards per game, but um, you know how that shakes out this week, I'm not exactly sure. But I tell you what, um, in week 15 they've got the Falcons. The Buccaneers are going to be playing at home. The Falcons have been playing. They've been playing okay. It's just something to keep on your radar, and though. Uh, it's going to be a great spot, uh, certainly for those Falcon assets. Yeah, didn't uh, Julio Jones just drop 200 yards on them like two weeks ago? Yes, That's, uh, very true. And they get the Panthers in Week 16. Also very good for them. Gerald McCoy potentially out for that game could be good right. for Jonathan Stewart. He of uh, all of the touchdowns yesterday. I think it's just going to be just. I mean, go ham, Cam Newton. Yes. You know what I mean, no pressure up front. Forget ham, about Cam. It. Cam. I think he can go nuts. Uh, T.J. Yates expected to start for Houston. Can I just I want to I want to rail on the Texans for just a little bit here. Hmm. Tom Savage took that hit. Yes, <clears throat> was literally convulsing on the ground. It was gross. And they stick him back in. What in the blue hell are y'all doing? To I, there was a quote from Bill O'Brien that he didn't see the video. Get they, out of they town. They can't see the video Stop. on the sideline. Nope. If he had seen the video, that never would have happened, and the trainer said he could go back in or something. I don't know if he was That's, trying to cover his missteps or what. I, I'm I, even if I'm saying it might not even be on a Bill O'Brien type thing, but right. somebody yeah. had to have seen it. Somebody with decision making powers had to have seen it. Don't they have these guys up like in they the skybox looking they down, do. watching? They do. It yeah. was. I think putting him back in that game was a systematic failure. Um, for the Texans, yeah. uh, I think it was a systematic failure for the medical staff that was on site to to clear him to get back into that game was just that's atrocious. Uh, and the NFL has done a great job. They've taken a lot of leaps and bounds um, trying to protect these guys with concussions or, or possible concussions from getting back in the game. Yeah. For him to get back in that game after that hit, after that video that we saw, that's a systematic failure top-down. I think the league is investigating it today. As they should. Yeah. I think somebody 
needs to get lit up for that because that is not cool. He was, like, coughing up blood. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. Stupid. Um, All right, so Oakland is an absolute dumpster fire offensively. Marshawn Lynch continues to produce somehow in a bad offense. I don't don't know how that's happening. It's seven carries. Well, yeah, it's seven carries, and his uh, yeah. touchdown came. Uh, just what? How's this garbo time? In total garbage time. Which, but it it is confusing that they're not just, you know, it's tough. You you can't really run to win in the NFL. You win to run. Uh, but it is confusing for him to get seven carries when he's looked pretty good lately. Yeah, he has. Oh, you know? so it's odd that they are they're not right. You know, they're not riding him as like the identity of their offense. Yes, right? agree. To try to protect, I, th- I think they should. I think they need to to try to protect uh, Derek Carr a little bit. I think they need they need to because they don't really have um, explosive wide receivers that can get downfield yeah. and, and catch the football on a, on a regular basis. You Their passing has so, been broken all year. <laughs> the problem oh, the bro. problem for them is, and why they can't really do this is because like passing is just inherently more efficient in the NFL. I mean, if you look at you know yards per attempt on pass plays versus sure. yards per carry on run plays, it's just very natural that the passing plays you get more yards per. Play. Yep. But that's a problem when your defense is constantly putting you behind the eight ball because you can't Indeed. like you can't just play slow, run the ball, gain minimal yardage, not you know get downfield when your defense is constantly putting you behind uh, behind the eight ball. Like I said, and that was clearly apparent once again against the um, Chiefs yesterday. Yeah. Hello, have you ever watched the Bears? <laughs> and, <laughs> True. and how is that working True. out for them? I mean, they uh, won like they, one win behind the Raiders. <laughs> they won. Look, they I know <laughs> that you should be sad. shooting a little higher, but uh, but the, I mean, they, yeah, they won yesterday. I mean, they beat the doors off a of pathetic Bengals team. But John Fox, there was also a report that Thanks. morning that said John Fox has quote accepted his fate. Yeah, yeah. And, and then they play the one of their best games of all of the entire year of all uh, time. Can, John Fox is <laughs> the most fascinating human in the world to me. Makes no sense. I, I mean, love the man. The Bengals. <laughs> the Bengals are just done. I've come full circle on the Fox. Seriously experience. though, the Bears have four wins and the Raiders have six. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. So what? I, mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Just saying. They can right. they can do it. They could they could just be behind and keep running Marshawn and he got he got some wins. <laughs> they wouldn't be much worse off than they are right now. The yeah. Raiders much uh, worse, I mean did I lose know. that game to Kansas City, one of the worst defenses in the NFL and yeah. yet Oakland put up Without Derek Carr had 5.1 yards per Without attempt. Marcus Peters. No Marcus Peters. I mean, Amari Cooper aggravated his ankle injury in the game. He had yeah. no catches. Michael right. Crabtree, I think, had seven catches, but they all came in garbage time. It was bad. It was a yeah. disaster. It was, it was bad. Uh, but on the other side, it was nice to see Kareem Hunt yeah. get back on track. Um, as you mentioned, Matt Harmon, you, you, it's hard to run to win in the NFL um, but, yeah, if you do get a lead and you you can have some of that run-pass balance, it's great to see. Now, um, there have been other game scripts where it was a competitive game and Kareem Hunt didn't get touches. So it was good to see uh, where they had a commanding lead. Kareem Hunt got 25 carries, had nearly 140 total yards and a touchdown as well, put up a big number in fantasy in a big spot as well for a lot of folks um, who stuck with Kareem Hunt, unlike myself. Unlike myself, hey, folks I, who stuck with Kareem Hunt. I, I started him in the Fantasy Hipsters League. Hey, who's mooting your matchup, you guys, between? Harmon smashed me yeah. in the in the Fantasy Live yeah. League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harmon smashed me. Oh, boy. I started, like, Steven Anderson and, like, ugh. Yeah, it was, I was pretty. Just a, and I think I started Teon Green. It was rough in, oh. in the first, like, uh, the first showing of Sunday games when you've got Teon Green, Steven Anderson, yes. and Jameis Winston going, and I had, like, Des Bryant and Josh Gordon. <laughs> yeah, it was bad news. It, w- it was a bad start. 
right. and it didn't get better. No. Oh, and I had LaShawn McCoy and Gio Bernard. Hello. So beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it was. I got stomped. That's okay. I'm look. I'm hey, the I, one. I'm the one remaining stronghold. Uh, you are member left. You gotta so take Maurice down. I gotta take down those weenies like Maurice Jones Drew. There you go. Uh, Adam Rank. I think is money still in it. I don't know. Yeah, who, he I is. don't know who is money he, and Osbar. Oh, but who's gonna win? I don't know. I have no idea. I'd look, but my computer's about to die. Cause I I'm think a, Maurice, I'm an Maurice, is, Maurice has a great team. He's got, like, Gurley and Fournette. Oh, he's got a great team. He's probably going to Adam Rank's got a great team, too. Both though. those guys have good teams. Yeah. No one cares about our fans. No one cares about our fans' teams. Yeah, but, but they did do well. Uh, I think MJD in particular really drafted well, so there you go. Yeah, um, wasn't, he wasn't even there in the, in, in the room. In the room. But he was drafting on his phone, though. I know he was, but yeah. still. No, but the the fact that the fact he's I don't know how many moves he's made in this league, but he's made minimal moves. So, yeah. uh, the he drafted. They just drafted a kick ass. Yeah, he did. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like Fabs who made like fifty million trades and then like with the same three players back and forth too. It was like yeah. every week on the on the transaction wire. It'd it was like, Golden Tate. Oh, Bilal Powell has and changed hands between Fabs <laughs> and Akbar for the fifth time. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's traded and, and gotten back Christian McCaffrey again. Uh, by, okay. So by the way, just to put yeah. a pin on this, we can move on. Okay. Akbar is going to beat money unless Brandon Cooks can come up with uh fifty nine point three points. Well, it'll be a sweat. And uh, for the record, I, Nail biter. I, I put up, I think, my highest score of the year in a mean oh. game. Yes. Because oh. uh, I, I was locked from lineup changes, so I was laughing with them. I'm like, ha, 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 I have to have Brett Hundley in my lineup the rest oh, of the year. Yeah. Well, he went off yeah. for like 30, 30 points. Jeez. I think it would be great if it was me and like either Akbar or MJD in the, in the championship because it's just like total nerd bomb over here facing <laughs> off former football player. Right. I think that would be fun. Interesting. I think that'd be a fun, fun move. So it's it's gonna be MJD rank, uh, Akbar and Matt and Harman. big and big weenie Harmon. Oh man, here we go. That's your final four. I like it. Cute. I like it a lot. Nice. Uh, okay, so what do we think about Kareem Hunt though? Right. So 140, nearly 100, 138 was his exact number, but 138 uh, total. He had again 25 carries, looked good, had that touchdown, nearly put up 20 points in standard scoring leagues, more than uh, 20 in PPR leagues. But um, is he is he Officially back? Uh, is he a must-start in, in Week 15 when the Chiefs take on the Chargers uh, on a Saturday? Uh, what are we doing here with Kareem Hunt? Yeah, I think you got to play him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you're not going to sit a back coming off a 20-carry game uh, in a home spot again. I mean, the Chargers have a pr- their defense is definitely obviously running running hot right now. They're a better pass defense and rush defense, but still, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're playing the guy. Much better pass defense yes. than rush defense. They can be had on the ground, no doubt about it. And he it. gets Miami in week 16. Boom. Oh. Boom. Hang, hang on to him. Yeah, that's nice. Nice. If you get there, man. If you get there. Um, we talked about Chicago a little bit, but Jordan Howard returned to stud status. Too, too late, buddy. Thanks. Could have used that like <laughs> seven weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah, franchise made the point yesterday. He's like, oh, he's scoring all these touchdowns. He could have spread these out a little. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. A that's kind of been the punk. way. That's kind of the way he's been, though. I mean, he's been like his big weeks have been massive, but his slow weeks have been. Du- and that's what you. That's like he is the the like rich man's version of that type of back, like the two down banger on a bad offense. Like when things go well, they go real well. But when they don't. Like, it's a nightmare, and he's going to get, you know, 15 right. carries for, like, 40 yards, and it sucks. It was his highest point total in standard scoring leagues all year. Oh, wow, really? All 
year. Now, he had another big game against uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, actually, yes. where he uh, ran for 140 yards and two touchdowns in that game gotcha. as well. So he just outpaced that. He had 147 <laughs> on the ground. Actually, against Cincinnati, so AFC North trend. Nice. Here we go. Whoa. AFC. Oh, week 16, AFC North takes on Cleveland. Oh, going to smash. Obviously. Because because the AFC North trend. Because the AFC North trend. Because that's how it all works out, obviously. Hey, can we react to Snover time in sure. Buffalo? That game was amazing. It was awesome. It was. And the, the only reason I put it in, in headlines is just because I wanted to get the reaction. So fun sure, to watch. Yeah. It Some was great fun. photos coming out of that game. Oh, too. man. It was, I mean, you know, a lot of people made the Ice Plant Hoth joke. Yeah. Oh, With so many good photoshops. and ATAT Walker. Like, yeah. Like, the background above all the players. That it was, was cool. uh It was uh, football in the north. Yeah. Yeah. A little Game of Thrones. There was a great someone, uh, I think, Pan I can't remember who it was, but a Panthers fan that I follow uh, quote tweeted that that ATAT uh, -AT Photoshop yeah. with, the, with the Bills. Turn. He's like, man, Kelvin Benjamin, just a man among sports. <laughs> <laughs> He's large. But it was fun, man. Uh, the first three the first three quarters were forgettable, but fourth quarter overtime? Yeah. Look, yeah, there right. are there are some like anti snow game truthers out there. I think our our good friend Patrick Claybon <laughs> is. is an anti. Oh my god, game. he is. Uh, big time. But What's look, his agenda. I don't understand. I don't know what his agenda is, but and he's got maybe he's got some good points. Like uh, at the beginning of the game, I think he pointed out like, oh cool, like after this next broadcasting like a a white screen with noise behind it for whatever. So I get it. He's got, I know there are some you know, and I respect the hell out of Claybon, but like. Come on, man. It's fun. <laughs> like, I don't want every game to be a snow game, but, you know, every once in a while. It's, I think it's his main point His main point to me last night was, um, was by the way, we, we actually worked together for the first time. I saw time that. That's exciting. In his three years here, which is, I'm like, man. it's Wait, what did you do? We did a online game recap show. Oh. Cool. Right. So, online. Yeah. It's, uh, wow. Welcome it, to the 21st century. See, it's, it's game recap presented by New Era. Oh, ah! See I see. I, I see what they did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. That was good. Couple of dads <clears throat> streaming on the internet for the kids. <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> they're kind of they're hip dads though. <laughs> oh yeah, especially uh, Claybon. Yeah, but and not, not so much me. No, I mean, not you've so. got nice hair and stuff. Not today though. No, not today. Yeah, well, not that's today. A topic it looks like holy hell today. Uh, that's okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I, it was funny. His point, his main point to me yesterday was that um, he's like, if you took away the snow and just got this slop on your screen. Would you appreciate? It? I'm like, but the point what? is the but point like, is the snow. No, yeah, the point is the, the snow. point is the slop is because of the, the snow. snow, right? Exactly. The one thing that's predictable <laughs> in games like this is that the running backs are just going to be loaded up with volume because nobody wants to throw in that. It's true, and especially Lashawn McCoy. That's what happened. Um, yeah. McCoy and Gore combined for 69 touches, great. and Nathan Peterman nice. and Jacoby Brissett nice. combined for 16 completions. <clears throat> it was great. I believe this was the most rush attempts in a game since like the like 1981 or something. Oh, really? I just yeah. think I just think these games are fun. I I used to. Play How about that Vinatieri hook? Amazing. Oh, point. yes. That was like the whole newsroom erupted in Exploded. that Exploded. Because it was like, yeah, it was insane. It was like a boomerang going in. Yeah. It, was, it was insane. It was great. Like, these I games these games it. are it fun. Fine. They're outliers. I remember playing in conditions like that when I was a kid. Just like, you know, backyard games. So we'd go play. Oh, it's, yeah. It's just a blast. That's awesome, man. Shady McCoy, 156 on the ground and a touchdown as well. He smashes in the snow. It's, this, yeah. it's, it's a, tr it's a, a it's trend. It's a snow trend. Snow bunny. 2013, week 14, 2013, the snow game against let's the, not call him a snow against the Lions. Let's not, let's, he had let's four not total touchdowns and over 200 <laughs> yards. In I thought game. he only had two touchdowns in that game. I thought he had two, I, I, two receiving and two rushing. I think no? he just I think he just had two. 
Yeah. Oh. Eh, whatever. But still, he had over 200 yards, a career high. The L.A. Rams okay. offensive line banged up. Andrew Whitworth hurt his ankle, left that game. I believe he, he returned. returned. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he's still nursing a little bit of a sore ankle there. Uh, Havenstein, their right tackle, also got banged up in that game. It's just something to keep uh, an eye on, something to monitor as the Rams head to Seattle it's big, in week. Big freaking game. game for my Rams. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> By the way, can we – can we uh can we can we clarify that in the newsroom when you say my Rams it is met with a wall of groans. Yes. <laughs> Every single time yeah. you say my Rams don't everyone know. within earshot groans I like what you, oh. I don't know what y'all's problem is. You were catching some heat yesterday. Yeah, I was. It's catching a lot of heat for this yesterday. It was great. It's pretty I don't fun. understand what your what your problem is. Why can't I like the Rams? Well, you've been a lifelong fan since 2017. <laughs> it's like week two. <laughs> <laughs> Lifelong fan since week two, 2017. All right, there you go. Anyways, again, uh, the offensive line, Havenstein, Whitworth, something to keep an eye on as the Rams travel to Seattle, where a lot of uh, fantasy assets will be in play for those of you still alive in week 15. All right, waiver wire time. I know it's late in the season, but you still need to make them waiver wire pickups unless you play in a league where your commish is some kind of overlord and blocks you from making transactions for no damn reason whatsoever. NFL.com slash waiver wire. NFL.com slash waiver wire. Never have I played. I've played in almost 100 leagues. Never have I ever been locked out of making moves in the playoffs, but that's okay. NFL.com. Slash waiver wire as we go into week 15. Yeah, you sound like you're real okay with it. <laughs> so let me talk about these waiver wire guys. Please. A couple options. It's the uh, author of the waiver wire. It's Alex Gilhart. Yes, hello. Hi. Uh, some running backs still exist on the waiver wire. Mike Davis looks like the clear lead guy for Seattle. J.D. McKissick played a few more snaps than him this past week. but uh, Oh, did he really? Davis, not by much. Just Ooh. because they were they were down What's and passed? had to pass a ton. It was a I super, super passive game script. But. Uh, Davis uh, led them in touches. Okay. And this coming week, he's facing a Rams defense that has allowed 100, excuse me, 489 rushing yards to opposing backs over their last four games. That's not very good. Nope. So uh, Davis bad. could be a flex play. Interesting. Also to circle on the low-end flex radar, radar is yeah. Kerwin Williams. Adrian Peterson's been out two weeks in a row with yeah, a neck, neck injury. injury yeah. It's been Details have been kind of murky on that. They're like, yeah, he'll, he'll be better when he's better. It's like, cool. oh, cool. cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. But uh, Kerwin Williams, happy happy. he's carried the ball 36 <laughs> times in those two games for 170 yards. That's 4.7 per carry. No touchdowns, but, you know, you split that in half, you're getting about, uh, you know, 80-plus 80, 80 yards a game or so, give or take. And then if yeah. he gets into the end zone, boom, money. So it's true. look for those guys. Also, handcuffs. Handcuffs, 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 handcuffs. Okay. We saw how important it almost was last night when That's Le'Veon out. Bell got hit in the knee. Uh, That's right. Went out briefly. James Conner, you know, Austin Eckler, all of those guys that could fall into huge workloads uh, pending one, you know, bad hit or something like that sure. for the game. Uh, and then wide receiver-wise, let's get Mar- get the Marquises on your team. Marquise all Lee, the Marquise, Marquise good one. Uh, also, if either of the uh, Seattle running back or Seattle wide receivers are available in your league, uh, Paul Richardson, Tyler Lockett, both could be in the mix this week. They're playing the Rams. They just lost Kayvon Webster for the season. Yeah. That game could be high scoring. And all three of those guys got in the end zone this week. And then, last but not least, if you lost Carson Wentz, a couple quarterback options. Aaron Rodgers, if he gets cleared. Yeah. I mean, he has a bad set of matchups. He has to go on the road to Carolina this week, then come home to uh, face the Vikings. 
But Carolina's been a little bit more susceptible to quarterbacks fantasy-wise this week. Uh, of late, they've averaged 19.58 fantasy points per game to okay. quarterbacks since they're by. And then Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. We're talking him off the top. He's been he's been kind of on fire in fantasy, and he has great matchups the next two weeks. He's got the Texans and then 49ers. So Unbelievable. Do not doubt Blake Bortles. He could be a playoff hero for your fantasy squad. All right, there you go. All right, who do you want to see playing this year's 2018 Pro Bowl game in Orlando? Visit NFL.com slash Pro Bowl Vote. Pour some out. Vote today. NFL.com slash Pro Bowl Vote. You can also learn more about how to get tickets to see NFL greats compete live and inspire the next generation of stars and fans. NFL.com slash Pro Bowl Vote. All right, let's get to your top performers of the week. Dak Prescott, 332 passing yards, a career high. That's kind of surprising. Dak. Yeah, Wild. I agree. But uh, three touchdowns as well. Brett Hundley. Back on your top performers list. Cool, bro. I'm, I'm glad that he's hopefully going to be relegated to the bench so we don't have to try and figure out when he's going to be good or bad anymore. It's so crazy. Because we've yeah. been wrong every week. Uh, 265 passing yards, three touchdowns. By the way, can I just mention, it's his second three-touchdown game in three games. Superstar. It's just... Okay, I'll, I'll let, let me let me cape up for a little bit for the UCLA guy. All right, <laughs> just for just for a little bit. Just, Weird because let you, it happen. He's not from Cal. All right, Shh. listen, listen. He's played. He started seven games. Okay. All right. Seven. I I I'm comfortable at least saying I don't know what Brett Hundley is. I don't uh, think he's a bust. I don't think he's good. I just don't know yet. I'm just saying a guy. If if there was another guy, seven career starts. And in two of the last three games, he threw for three touchdowns and actually looked good playing the quarterback position, completing 70% of his passes. I do not think anyone in this room, anyone in the NFL media, would be labeling that dude a bust. It just happens to be he played some of his worst games in primetime, and everybody saw Actually, he right. played his best game in primetime. Well, he played one of his best yeah. games in primetime as well. He's, I'm just saying – He's, I'm just saying he's a back he's a backup quarterback. Like yeah. he he'll, he's going to be Green Bay's backup quarterback again next year. Probably. Like he, he's oh, going to get on that backup quarterback money train and yeah. just, yeah. just yeah. coast the, for the rest of his life. The problem That'd with him cool is like him. when he's been bad, he's, he's been like so bad. throttled right. the life out of the. Office. I mean, James, <laughs> you mentioned that in two of his last <laughs> games, three. he's had three touchdowns and looked great. Sandwiched between uh, the other two <laughs> in his last four, he completed less than sixty percent of his passes for eighty-four yeah. yards. Eighty-four in yards. The entire game with an interception. Against Tampa Bay? Yep. And How does he do the, that? The other it's bad impossible. game, he also completed under 60% of his passes, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. Yeah. Amazing. So Amazing. it's been like, wow, this guy could what be a What a roller coaster. This guy could be a starter to like, who is this guy? I'm, I mean, it's baffling. I don't understand how someone can be so good and so bad. I mean, legitimately, you, his game logs are – it's like a ping-pong ball. One touchdown, no Whoa. picks. Zero touchdowns, three picks. Three touchdowns, zero picks. Zero touchdowns, one pick. Three-zero. Let me just but, say the, uh, the the top five uh, fantasy quarterbacks, by the way, uh, the top ten, I guess, really, looks weird. It's going to burn your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Do not it, look directly at it. It's Brett Hundley. It's Mitch Trubisky. It's Case Keenum. It's Deshaun Kaiser breaking into the top ten as All well, right. which is just – just baffling. Kai's bomb. Uh, let's talk about the wide receiver position. I think I left and out Ben Roethlisberger. Oh yeah. my God, TJ Yates also in the top ten, which is just unbelievable. How is this possible? By the way, you said you said Ben Roethlisberger. I feel like we 
506 yards. Yes. I feel like we owe Ben Roethlisberger an apology. Oh. Why's that? Uh, Why's that? We? Maybe just me. Yeah. I don't know. I, okay. I, was, not the other, I was not the only one ready to okay. shovel, shovel dirt on his grave. I mean, he looked like hell to begin the year. He did. He did. Uh, and I thought he was just about cooked because, I mean, he was – By week aw- six, you were thinking he's done. Yeah, because he was awful to end last year, too. He was right. not very good. Yeah. Uh, so you thought that this might be the, the end. It has been anything but. He's the last month awesome has been the unbelievable. Last month. Yeah. So are you apologizing? I said I apologized to Ben Roethlisberger for, for slandering. Yeah, he's now had five straight games with multiple touchdown passes, and he only did that three times in his first eight games. He's on fire right now. Yeah, he is. Uh, what, five games in a row now with at least two touchdowns, and in two of, four of, the, uh, in two of those games, he's had four touchdowns apiece watching that game last night i know we'll we'll get to it but as a steelers fan like they were down 11 points with like maybe 12 minutes in the in the fourth quarter that was a weird and then then as a matter of fact it was brett hundley game because they were up 14 right then they were down 11 right so you're thinking they're riding high then you're like they're done and then the 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 ravens get that penalty near the goal line and then they go up 11 again yeah like, I'm a Steelers fan being like, okay, they can maybe come back from this once. And then they did it twice. They did it twice. And it's weird because, like, I was confident they could. That's crazy. Because because they've been so hot lately. Because yeah. privilege. Well, <laughs> Steelers yeah. privilege now. Oh, Steelers Are you privilege kidding? now. Part of me was like, I don't know. Are you it was, kidding? It, it was just a weird feeling. I was like, they got this. Have you had a conversation with Dave Damashek lately in your life? Like that Steelers privilege is peak privilege. But I'm not that I'm not that kind of Steelers fan. No, yeah, Steelers you you privilege. definitely don't. You're not yes, the I'm always not, expecting them to blow it. Oh man, this the, is the Steelers' privilege is for Dave Damashek is not believing the NFL started prior to 1970, basically. Well, and well, I don't know about any of that. I don't believe it started before 2005, so I can't, <laughs> I can't really speak on that. Uh, but like, you know, Steelers fans always like, oh, they lost to the Dolphins. Like, are we now the worst team in the NFL? Like, no, you'll be you'll be right back there in a few minutes. Don't worry. Give me a break. <laughs> Guys, the MMQB tweeted this like an hour ago. The past 12 Steelers-Ravens series, six wins apiece. Total points for Baltimore, 275. And total points for Pittsburgh, 275. No way. Whoa. What? Insane, They're wow. BSP. It's it, unbelievable. B- Those games are BST. always BST. They're always BST. Always BST. Basically same team. <laughs> I like it. Antonio Brown, your top performer. Uh, at the wide receiver position, huge game. Another huge game, man. Two hundred. Every week we're talking about huge games. So good. Um, eleven receptions, two hundred thirteen yards, and a touchdown. It's unreal, man. Uh, Duke Hopkins is unreal as well. Yes. Uh, eleven catches on sixteen targets, one hundred forty-nine yards, and two touchdowns. Did have a fumble lost in that game. By the way, this was going around on Twitter, but it is quite an indictment on Brock Osweiler that literally Anyone. any any. Body, like, yes. A corpse, Third, like a, you know, yep. some sort of Rube Goldberg machine behind yep. center could Anyone. feed Hopkins for <laughs> massive statistical success. Hoyer, Savage, yeah. Yates, doesn't matter. Deshaun, like any doesn't matter. I think our, our a friend, vanilla wafer could could throw <laughs> touchdowns. You could, but you probably could. I could. Our friend uh, Chris Allen, I think, was the one that tweeted that. He said, like Bill O'Brien. Okay, guys, th- we're gonna we're gonna throw it to Nuke. Savage. Okay. Hoyer. Okay. Yates. Okay. Brock. Mm, I got this. <laughs> nah. Mm, I'm, I got it's this. just amazing. It's terrible. It's also amazing that Brock Osweiler is still in the NFL. How is this happening? Yeah. Uh, he's tall and he's white and he has a functional right arm. I mean, he's also six so ten. Have you heard? I think he's seven two now. Oh, true. Yeah. On his rapid growth. Right. He can Broke. dunk without jumping. 
give me a I think that's break. what okay Brock because you know like real quick <laughs> I mean Antonio Brown is having an unbelievable season yeah. like he's setting records he's doing all this crazy stuff yep 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 but the guy right behind him is New Hopkins who's had just a carousel of bad quarterbacks since uh yeah. you know he had a few weeks with Deshaun Watson yep. where he was lighting it up but He's he uh, Nuke is second to Brown in receptions and receiving yards, and he has more touchdowns than him. Amazing! It's just crazy. It's insane. Devonte Adams, big day, ten catches, fourteen targets, eighty-four yards, two touchdowns. He had nothing. He had nothing before the final drive hmm. of the game for Green. I think he had, I think he legitimately had a zero spot in the first half. Amazing! And then caught like one or two passes in the third quarter, and then went nuts in the final drive. In a, in, in a Which time. was great. I mean, they needed. They By the way, the the walk off touchdown, legit. Yeah. So Holy sick. hell! That spin move we put on the guy what? and just running straight to the tunnel. <laughs> That's a Madden move. Yeah, it was guys, so good. Guy's a stud. He he's gonna get mad paid in the off season. I really hope it's with the Packers. Yeah. Although Will Will Blackman, when I was on the the couch yesterday, called it. He said, "I think he's going to San Francisco, return kind of homecoming for him." Wow. Really? Went, to, went to Fresno yeah, went to Fresno State. Right. San Fran needs a wide receiver. They've they got do. cap space. Okay. Little Jimmy G, Devontae Adams next year. Garcon Adams. Goodwin. Marcus Goodwin. Trent Taylor. Now we're cooking. Yeah, yeah, cooking. Right. And George Kittle. And Kittles and Bits. Let's go. <laughs> Tyrell Williams, one of your top performers. Four catches on four targets, 132 and a touchdown. That long 75-yard touchdown pass from Phillip Rivers. On the money, man. Cooper Cup breaking into the top ten as well. Five receptions, one eighteen receiving, and a touchdown for him. He's been he's been cooking the last couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no Robert Woods. Too. I think no Robert Woods obviously has opened up the game for Cooper Cup. I, I'll say this about Cooper Cup: I don't think you can play him if Robert Woods is coming back, which and, he reportedly and is. he reportedly is coming back in Week 15. Uh, as the Rams will travel up to the clink in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, the clinking around. Robert Woods being gone has definitely concentrated the passing looks because, in addition, Sammy Watkins has scored in three straight games. You know what? You're right. Yeah, so, I mean, both those guys have been, like, reliable players week to week, which you could not have said, you know, in the early parts of the season for any Rams receiver. So, right. uh, yeah, it, but it, it, him coming back will definitely muddle the picture. Although, you know, to be fair for Cup, uh, at least if you're playing in PPR, he, over his last, what is it, seven games, he's had 50-plus yards in six of them. He's had uh, two touchdowns. He's gone for 100-plus, and he's had four-plus catches in six of them as well. He so. probably won't kill you. He won't kill you. Watkins might kill you. Watkins might kill you. Yeah, That's a good point. Cup will give you the floor, but uh, his his hundred he's at 200-yard games in the last three weeks, and that's probably not going to happen with Woods. Yeah. All right, at the running back position, got a lot of big running back performances. It was, it was a huge – nine running backs had 20 or more fantasy points in standard. Is that right? It was the first time all year. It was a huge running back. Wow. Yeah. Todd Gurley. Uh, about 135 total yards, uh, chipped in a, a touchdown uh, or two. In a dreadful matchup. He only had 13 carries, and he had 96 yeah. yards. <laughs> on the ground, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. He basically exactly. doubled up the yardage the Eagles had been allowing all season right. opposing backs. Worst matchup you could get for a running back. Yeah. Uh, and he came up in a big spot. Todd Gurley did. It was great to see him uh, get work there. All right, Jay Stu, out of nowhere, 16 carries, 103 and three touchdowns. Cool, man. Stupid. Three touchdowns? I, Three. Oh, I almost Three flexed him in two separate leagues, but I'm like, uh, it's Jay Stu. I'm yeah. not going to do it. Against the Vikings. Against oh, the yeah. Vikings. I think Why would you do that? I saw Scott Pianowski's tweet yesterday. Like, I am confident I didn't field a single Jonathan Stewart start-sit question. Like, yeah. One <laughs> no, seriously. single time. And I, you know, and I thought about it, and I'm like, I 
I think I agree. Like, well, I don't know, never once anyone asked me, like, what about that? It was because my options were, well, one league was Jordy Nelson, and I was like, Ugh, I guess it's PPR. I'll start him over Jay Stu. And the other one was Demarius Thomas, and I was like, ah, he, like, blanked me two weeks in a row. But I was like, I stuck with Thomas, so I wasn't upset. Yeah. But I was just like, I'm staring at, like, 28 points on my bench from Stewart. Like, you son of a <laughs> I know. This is the craziest thing about Jonathan Stewart. <clears throat> he has actually had not one, but two Massive. negative games. Oh. <laughs> negative games. <laughs> it was awful. This season. Yeah. He was awful earlier in the year. Amazing. And granted, he only had like 100 yards and 60, what, 60 of them? Was it a 60-yarder? 60-yard run on his first carry of the game. In week six, he ran the ball eight times for negative four yards. Yeah, wasn't that against the Eagles on on Thursday night? In week nine, he ran the ball 11 times for 21 yards, (laughs) but still ended up with a negative spot because he fumbled twice. (laughs) Wow. Amazing. Gross. What? (laughs) And then this dude busts out a three-touchdown performance? Yeah. As a matter of fact, he's got five touchdowns over his last three games. Can we, can we move on? I'm getting the, uh, the Panthers definitely <laughs> need, to, need, need this to keep up, though. they got to run the ball to be a good team. Here's yeah. the are, are you playing, Panthers, are you playing them in, in, uh, against Green Bay in Week 15? No. I, I, no? I don't. Maybe. Why Maybe. Not, why, why would you not? I mean, five touchdowns last what three games? Mean? I he's he's know. on a roll. You think they keep giving him the ball? I don't. Christian I, McCaffrey can't run it. No confidence. I don't no have no confidence. It's at least it at all of a sudden at least becomes a question because Green yes, Bay. I agree. Can be had defensively. Yeah. You know I mean? So it's at there's least there's just there's no there's a ceiling obviously, but there's no floor there. Like you said, I mean he could negatively. <laughs> I mean, that's in his range of outcomes, right? <laughs> They're not. They're not games. like their their run game has gotten better, and two Ryan Will was back in this game, which makes a big difference. I don't know, may, maybe, but amazing. Good God, I have no. I mean, that, right. like that is just a straight ceiling shot, and you got to accept like you might get two points out of that. Good point. Rod Smith limited touches, 160 total yards on 11 touches. He touched the football 11 times, got 160 total yards and two touchdowns. Mm. Jordan Howard, as we mentioned, nearly 150 rushing, two touchdowns for him. Jamal Williams continues to work, man. Uh, 15 carries, seven receptions, 118 total yards, two touchdowns for Jamal Williams. He has definitely emerged in that Green Bay backfield. Three straight games with over 100 total yards for him, and he scored a touchdown in all three. Boom, and boom, he's, boom. he's solidified himself as a pass-catching back, too. Yeah. Good point. He's not Good just call. an early down banger. Lev Bell, 125 total, three touchdowns. Le'Veon Bell, he's good at football. Uh, tight end position. Jared Cook finally came through against KC, five of six in terms of uh, receptions and targets, 75 yards and a touchdown. Trey Burton, I think a lot of folks were anticipating a good game from Trey Burton. He had a great game, yeah. 71 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, in that game against the L.A. Rams. It Garrett was great Selleck. to see, uh, speaking of Selleck, Brent Selleck get the first touchdown because then you had everybody freak out on Twitter like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe we played Trey Burton. How yeah. did we do this? Exactly. Yeah. And then he still got two touchdowns. And he still got two. So it's the best of both worlds. Right, like well. I got to watch people tilt into the nether world and uh, then <laughs> also got to see this come through. Hey, how about both Selleck's? Yeah. Selleck bras? Selleck week. Selleck week. Uh, Garrett Selleck versus Houston, 67 yards and a touchdown. Uh, your Steven Anderson play did not work out too good in no. that game. Woof. Uh, we'll get to that in just a moment. What but, a shock. But Hunter Henry versus Washington, four catches, six targets, 50, re- or 50 yards receiving and a touchdown there. Uh, biggest disappointments, Kirk Cousins versus LCH, 151 yards passing. 151 yards passing. He's sad. 
a touchdown, and an interception. Mariota versus Arizona, uh, 147 yards passing, no touchdowns, two picks. Ew. And then Derek Carr versus KC, great spot for him, man. You're thinking, okay, this guy's going to light it up. Nope. 211. He's still Derek Carr. Touchdown. He's not good this year. Two interceptions. Can no. we talk about Kirk Cousins, though? Um, no. A lot of folks have invested heavily in Kirk Cousins. Hey, man. Um, kind of riding out, you know, this, uh, this a little bit of a rough patch because he's given you not great <laughs> numbers, but, you know, he's, he hasn't completely bottomed out. But uh, in this game, obviously, against the Chargers, he's absolutely bottomed out. What do you do with Kirk Cousins? This, this performance was 100% predictable. Mm-hmm. I He was my stud to sit when Harmon and I did our Twitter Blitz show Sunday morning. Okay. Uh, Twitter.com. It was based on the fact that the Redskins' offensive line was just decimated by injuries. Decimated. He had been sacked six times last week by the Cowboys, and the Chargers have one of the best pass rushers in the league, with Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. And right. like, duh, Kirk Cousins. Duh. Not, duh. Kirk, Kirk Cousins was not gonna have a good game in this. Yeah, I mean, but to go for single digits, I, I thought a floor. I thought a floor was still re- there. Nope, I like, thought so too. Thought wrong. Okay. Wow. Wrong. Oh. Upset. He has had his fantasy production has gone down in four straight games now, and I think this team is kind of in free fall. The injuries it, are just so, well, I mean, so yeah, many actually, five, excuse me, five straight weeks, uh, his production has gone down. But yeah, it's the injuries are mounting, and it's just like it, too much is on Kirk now, and with nobody else around him, he can't sustain it. Well, yep, I, I, agree. I I still played him this week in the fantasy live league and beat franchise with uh, with Kirk Cousins at wow. the helm. Uh, but he's I, got a good spot in week fifteen that's, against Arizona. I'm, that's what I'm just gonna say. Like. Next week, this coming week, I'm going to feel conflicted about what to do with Kirk Cousins because yeah. he he does get Arizona in Washington. He gets Denver in Washington in Week 16, and I don't fear Denver's defense as much as I used to. No. So, but I will at least have the discussion internally uh, with the rest of the or- organization in Washington about my my fantasy. What to do? My, well, with my fantasy team with yeah. the with Team Harmon, we'll be having an internal discussion about: Do we play Kirk Cousins or do we go for a streamer? His right. receivers did him absolutely no zero favors, favors yes. on Sunday, and yeah. then as soon as Chris Thompson went out of that offense, P Ryan. Yeah, yeah. It's just, but you know, he still even when Thompson went down, he he put up serviceable numbers. This one, obviously, this one was not good. Just goes to show well, what a year Chris Thompson was having, though. That like a pass catching running, running back. back. He was yeah. our best player on yeah. offense. Yeah. Uh, he and and again, you could you talk about him being a pass catching running back. He played a lot of snaps, but he didn't play every down. No. You know what I mean? He's a difference maker. When yeah. He was, he field. was good. Uh, let's talk about running back disappointment. CMC versus Minnesota, fifty-three total yards. That was not good. Uh, Lamar Miller versus San Francisco, sixty total yards. Again, against San hurt. Francisco. He got hurt in the middle of that game. He did. I think he keep eventually came back in, but it was it looked like it was, might have been. A grueling injury, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, Latavius Murray versus Carolina 14 rushes on 14 rushing yards, rather, on nine carries. Ah, cool. Don't ouch. He was, one of my, he was like one of my sleepers last week. Like, don't worry about the match. Well, <laughs> well, ads are it's a rough spot going into, into Carolina, especially when you're a you know, you're kind of a, a two down back. You mentioned Samaj P. Ryan taking on LCH, 45 rush yards on 17 carries. He was a disappointment. He left the game with a stomach. I was <laughs> sick to my stomach because I played him in fantasy. <laughs> Boo. Left, left the game with a stomach. Been trying to hit that joke five times since then. That. Love it. It's not uh, wide receiver disappointments. <laughs> A.J. Green came back crashing back to earth, 64 yards and a fumble lost as well. What? 
Okay. What? Uh, Robbie Anderson versus Denver. Three receptions, 27 yards. Did bang up his hamstring, apparently, uh, in that game as well. Had come in uh, a little bit hurt as well. So there you go. Mike Evans versus Detroit. Two receptions, 25 yards. No, but really, though, what the hell are you guys doing with Mike Evans? The fantasy hipsters told you to bench him. True. True. We did. So are you benching him moving forward? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Bucks' offense is terrible. Who do they get the next two weeks? My computer's dead. So. Falcons this week. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Panthers, who, I think, the week, week after. 16. It's tough. Not, I mean, not good. He saw a season-low five targets this week, uh, which was kind of predictable. Season-low. We talked about him going Ugh. up against Darius Slay in this in this contest and, you know, that it was going to be a rough game, as Franchise said. We talked about it. But, like, I don't know. It's tough It's tough to bench a player with the volume projection that Evans normally has. Yeah, but on if week, he gets five days. targets. But I think just – I mean, just, like I said, it was a season low, and, and he previously cleared, like, double digits multiple times. He'd gotten eight-plus multiple times. So, yeah. I think – He's not uh, scored since week seven. Now. It's it's now definitely a conversation. Like now, it's a conversation to have with yourself. Do you want to put him on the bench? Or do you not? Because the Bucks' offense is just so 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 broken. But yep. uh, no, I, I don't. It's it's a debate worth having. But I don't think there's like a hard and fast. Yes, you have to play him because okay. start your studs. BS or no, you have to bench him because he's been terrible. Basically, a case by case. Yeah, it's a, it's a like I said, it's a debate to have with yourself. Okay, now. there you go. Tight end Jimmy Graham ghosted against Jacksonville. Ah! Cool. <laughs> but don't worry, because all three of their receivers scored touchdowns in the worst possible matchup. Possible. Worst possible yeah. matchup. <clears throat> Although, I, I will say this, though. Um, Russell Wilson and all of those receivers did nothing. Yeah, not a thing. Nothing for three quarters. He had yes. 32 yards uh, midway through the third quarter, I think. Amazing. This is, like, why you don't pat yourself on the back if you're, like, a tout or a fantasy analyst, like, in the middle of a game. Like, you really, honestly, you probably shouldn't do it ever because you can be right and wrong about a player within the course of one season. But even within the course of one game, like, if you were one of the people that was like, you can't play Russell Wilson against the against the Jags, you're ready to just take that victory lap. Ready, yeah, you're, you're taking victory <laughs> laps in the third quarter. And then fourth quarter comes around, he drops three touchdowns. And then if you're one of the, then if you're one of those people – so like, well, I told you, yeah, you yeah, got to yeah. play him. Yeah, like, you got to play you your studs. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> it was an incredible Russell Wilson performance again, though. I mean. He had a couple stu- – I mean, he got smashed a lot in, uh, in the pass rush, but he had a couple ones where you're like, oh, he's going to go down. There was one where Yannick Ngakwe had, like, a clear path to him. Russ, like, ducked, stepped up in the pocket and was like, oh, impossible. What's up, Paul Richardson? That was <laughs> 60-yard that touchdown. That's an impossible – yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Come on. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think we saw a little – I think to, to Matt Harmon's point, I think everybody was right. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you were the person that was saying, hey, you got to play Russell Wilson because he's the number one scoring player in fantasy and he's Russell Wilson and he does all these things, uh, you were ultimately proven right, yes, but the way the game was going and the way that it was scripting out also proved to people who said you shouldn't play Russell Wilson right as well. You know what I mean? Those touchdowns he had, they were straight garbage time touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. And and he threw three picks. And yeah. he threw three picks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So before that, literally the last, I don't know, nine minutes of the game, the last nine minutes of the game, he had three. He was, he was about to bust out so many fantasy teams out yeah. of the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just goes ham. It's just like why it always comes back. Like you can't just look at the numbers and look at the final results. Like you gotta go through the process. And it's I know it's it's exhausting for like fans to hear like, but the process, but the process. Like as we're <coughs> scribbling, yeah. you know, notes on our 
like uh, psych ward chamber, like process, process, process. I know. Uh, <laughs> but like that's why it's important because look, this game could have got like it went this way this one time. Yes. Where Russell Wilson <laughs> dropped those three TDs, but if we redid this game like nine t- nine more times out of ten, yeah, it probably it could easily have just ended with Russell Wilson with five fantasy points. You know what so, I'm saying? You know, it, it, that's you know why I mean? this is important. Yeah. yeah, this this magic doesn't always come. I mean, if you think back to there was a game I think last year when they went to Green Bay and Russ had like four interceptions, did not get fourth quarter magic right. in that game. Put up I remember total, that game. <laughs> put up a total disaster performance of a game, and that was right. late in the season too. So it's like you're right. It's if you gotta just don't get so hold up on one game results. Uh, I will say this too because those, I mean, once Jacksonville's defense said, "All right, all right, all right, calm down." We're, yeah. we're, we're going to close the show here. Yeah, which is what they did. <laughs> then they closed the, the show. show. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then Fournette, like, he stole they gave the, the ball with, like, a third and 13 or whatever, and he just beasted a – yeah. And then at the end of the game, we had some ugliness as well uh, of that game where, you know, we almost yeah, had a Ron Artest type, you know, <laughs> crawling into the stands. Quite type. a thing. Yeah, that was crazy. All right, let's get to most damn games. Uh, let's talk about the Thursday night game first. Uh, New Orleans at ATL. Let's go very quickly if we can. Matt Franchise, what do you got? In yeah, the biggest takeaway was that Alvin Kamara went out in the first drive with a concussion, so yeah, that sucked. On that. I mean, he was the best that. running back in fantasy. Good news, he has 10 days before their next game to right. recover, so hopefully he gets back. Yep. Michael Thomas had his best game of the season, 17 standard fantasy points, 10 for 117 and a touch. Yeah. Uh, Drew Brees was a QB 12, decent game, threw a pick at the end there. Uh, Devonta Freeman scored for his first time since week four, so that was nice, 91 yards. I believe Tevin Coleman also left with a head, head injury. Keep an eye on that. Matt Ryan was awful. Julio Jones at 98 yards, and Mohamed Sanu at 83 yards and a touch. Early Sunday games, Green Bay, Cleveland. Gelhar, what do you got? We've mostly talked <coughs> Bay side to death, but Isaiah Crowell had a nice game. He's been kind of heating up of late, and I think he's a, he's a decent play, especially with Kaiser's looking Kaiser is looking better. Uh, he's making better throws. He's got wide receivers now. Um, so it's kind of helping this whole offense. And a big question was last week, uh, Josh Gordon came back, had the good game. Corey Coleman disappeared, and yeah. I know you wondered, Harmon, and targets and touches if, like, Bounces out. If if it could balance out or if this offense was not going to be able to sustain two fantasy wide receivers, but both of them got – they each had six targets, each got in the end zone, over 60 yards receiving. So I think I think we can get back to being comfortable with both, but just yeah. understand that Coleman probably has a wider range of outcomes yeah, than Corbin. Bust, yeah. Okay. Uh, Detroit at Tampa Bay. Theo Riddick, of all people, had 93 total yards <laughs> and two rushing – two rushing touchdowns cool. for Theo Riddick. Cool. Matt Harmon, what do you got in this game? Yeah, the one interesting story to me coming out of the game is the Bucks backfield. Uh, I think Roto World had, had the headline of Doug Martin scores, gets hurt, gets bit, like fumbles, gets benched or whatever. <laughs> like and it all was of like, what things. a day. I know. Uh, but he obviously came back. Well, he it was starts, scores, fumbles, gets benched. Uh, it, the start was the interesting thing because they did throw him out there as a starter, even though Peyton Barber had a much like a, a better game than Doug Martin has had in years uh, uh-huh. the previous week. <laughs> I think I wonder, you know, I will definitely wonder, like, are they gonna give Barber the the ball more going forward? Because I mean, Martin's not a future like this team. He's been no. awful all year, and yeah. uh, they're going to be in transition. But also, what does this coaching staff care? I doubt they're back too. Yeah, that's a very good point. Oakland at KC, Matt Franchise, what do you got? We talked quite a bit about this game already. Uh, Marshawn Lynch had a touchdown in garbage time. He's been hot. I mean, I feel yeah. like you got to keep starting him. For a touchdown in four of his last five games. Crabtree had some garbage time production. Uh, Cooper has an injury, so keep an eye on that. Derek Carr was bad. Cream Hunt, we talked about him. Alex Smith had a weird game because it was a good matchup for him to 
That was a great spot for to him. produce. Excuse great me, great spot. Yeah, two hundred sixty-eight yards, but zero touchdowns. Two touchdown passes to Travis Kelsey were called back. Oh two. my god! And and one I think he dropped. If you're if you're a Travis Kelsey owner, you're so frustrated. Yeah. Very so he went down game. at the one yard line on the one, and then the other one was called back on a penalty, and I think he dropped the third one. So. Because in standard scoring Sucked. leagues, Kelsey had like seven point five points or something. Yeah. And Jack Doyle. Yeah. On one catch. Had just almost as many fantasy points. Yeah, that is and very they, annoying. They were, <laughs> they were forcing Kelsey the ball. He had 13 targets. That was great. So it was very depressing. Oh my god. Tyreek Hill had 75 yards on six targets. So not a great game for him. All right, there you go. Minnesota at Carolina. Gelhart, what do you got? Uh, I mean, we also talked about this this game pretty pretty uh, thoroughly. Case Keenum put up another decent stat line. He had some big some big drops as well. Um, Devin Funchess beat a bad matchup again, as we've learned. Uh, you know, Harmon volume over everything. Volume uh, over everything. Funchess got the targets, the air yards, got in the end zone. Put up a nice put up a nice stat line. I mean, he has had quite the run since they traded uh, Calvin Benjamin. Indeed. Uh, and Adam Thielen, 105 and a touch. Dude's good. Uh, this was a bad game for their running game, though. I was kind of surprised uh, that uh, Murray had such a disastrous outing, but ugh. it is what it is. It is what it is. Wentz news is official, by the way. We just torn ACL, ACL, which is what ACL. Oh God! Out for the rest of the year. That's terrible. So brutal, man. Uh, Dallas at New York taking on the Giants. Matt Harmon, what do you got? Yeah, uh, I love. Great to see Dak Prescott get going again, right? Yeah. I mean, that was nice. He definitely benefited from two long catch and runs by Des Bryant. Woo. What a pull. Like, that was a definitely a vintage Des play. Like, no separation. None. Still caught it. Caught it in traffic. Get off. Goodbye, Brandon Dixon. Get I'll off. be going to the end zone. Rod Smith also took a long catch and run. Rod Smith has been getting that passing game work, and then we finally kind of saw it come to fruition. Right. It's really soft Giants defense. And uh, so, good, so good to see them. I think you can trust Dak again going forward. Um, and then on the other side of the ball – Cool. Eli Manning was back. Uh, it did. It did nothing for the passing game. Which well, was, I, it looked good early on, and then not so much. Yeah, it, it's just there's just not a lot going on there. Yeah. I mean, you can you can play Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard. They're not going to kill you. Uh, oh, Sterling Shepard killed you. He he did kill you a little bit yesterday, but he also came in again questionable. Like yeah. it's just been it, it's just been a nightmare with injuries for in that sure. Giants wide receiver core. Yep. Uh, the other development in the backfield, Orleans Darkwa fumbled. Uh, in this game, and then lost a lot of work to Wayne Gallman, who oh. didn't he lead the team in targets? No, Roger Lewis led the led team the in targets, but he led the team in catches. Oh, he <laughs> also he had nine targets, Wayne Gallman. Yeah, nine. what? Nine. Wow. Roger Lewis had eleven meaningless targets, but I can understand why you would forget. Them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> forgettable. It's amazing. I don't think I saw a single one of them yesterday. No, me neither. <laughs> I didn't watch that game all. No, me all, neither. Man. Uh, later Sunday games, Washington at LCH. French, what you got? Yep, well, we talked about Cousins. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan, like I said, left with a stomach injury. 17 carries for 45 yards. He also led the team with four receptions. So Led the team? He had uh, Yeah, Jamin Crowder had three. Josh Doxson had three. P. Ryan had four catches. Oh, good led God. So the Redskins' pass offense has regressed to this point, and it's just weird when P. Ryan's leading your team. Vern Nunn Davis got uh, in the end zone. Cool. He did. After it was, it putting up like basically zeros the last two weeks. It was Ver 1. Touchdown, Davis. Yeah. 26 yards and a touch. But, he, it, two uh, catches again. 
it, I like I don't get I don't get emotional about these things very often, but I definitely when Vernon Davis scored <laughs> let out a very loud <laughs> expletive in you the did. newsroom. <laughs> you did. You shocked everyone. Everyone's <laughs> like, "What are you talking about?" Very frustrating. <laughs> after oh. after those last two games, the previous two games with him, oh. I think he I think he earned that for that touchdown. Uh, uh, on the Chargers side, yeah. Melvin Gordon 78 yards and a touchdown. Philip Rivers was taken out like in the fourth quarter because he was doing. Isn't so that hard. crazy? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? They were just like, you're good, bro. You're good. They Don't were worry up, about they it, were bro. Big. And then Keenan Allen had 111 yards on six catches. I think Again. he has like 530-something receiving yards in his last four uh, he's games. Good. He's uh, good. And Tyrell Williams had a big day, 132 yeah, yards and a touch. On what a dime games. throw from Phillip Rivers on that 75-yard bomb, man. Yeah. It was beautiful. Uh, Philadelphia, oh, excuse me, Seattle at Jacksonville. Uh, this game got ugly late, but uh, Alex Gilhart, what do you got? Uh, I mean, we've talked about pretty much everything. Leonard Fournette got back uh, in a big spot, though, had 28 touches, over 100 yards, touchdown. In three of his last four games now, he's had a Dude. touchdown over 100 yards. Um, so it's good to see him getting back towards uh, – actually, no, excuse me. Uh, that's three of his uh, – or four games in a row now. I don't even know what I'm looking at anymore. I'm lost. Uh, You're they, looking his, at those numbers. His box score hadn't been updated to add this most recent game. So, excuse me, correction, in four of his last five games, he's had over 100 yards or a touchdown. Amazing. Uh, which is great news. And uh, that's – I mean, there's not, nothing really else to talk about. We talked about the passing game. They're going to be good for next week. D.D. Westbrook uh, is somebody to watch as a deep ad, though, because – 81 yards and a touchdown. He's had a good yardage totals and target totals the last like three or four weeks in a row. So yards have gone up each of the, each of his four Ooh, games. Trending up. Trending. So circle his name on the trending. waiver if you need some help at wide receiver. Uh, that third and eleven play to ice the game from Leonard Fournette. That's an attitude run. Yeah, that was that was just ass. a straight up. Yep, yeah. give me that ball. Get out of my way. I like yeah. that the Jags have some attitude. Like, it's fun yeah. to watch a defense that has that swagger. And even the offense now, like you said, the Bortles quotes we are talking about earlier. You know what I mean? It's fun to see a team collectively have that kind of mentality. After not having any of it for so many years. And having a guy like Fournette late in the game is such an advantage. He's just a he straight sledgehammer. He just goes out there and gnashes on, like, a third down. Amazing. I mean, and, and this is, you know. Third people, and 11. Yeah. People rag on, like, culture and all that and this sort of stuff. But this, the Jags are a no, good that example. Matters, yeah, the Jags are a good example of why that matters. Like, you go from Cupcake, uh, Gus Bradley, like, everybody's doing a great job. Like, we're real, <laughs> we're real close. Yeah. Uh, you know, Doug Marone, like, I, I just like to eat bologna by myself after ga- after the games are over. That's why I like to, like, uh, clearly a different type of dude. Yeah, I got you. All right, Philadelphia at the L.A. Rams. Your Rams. <laughs> <laughs> Lifelong fan since week two of 2020. Lifelong fan. Yeah. Get out. Yeah, I mean, I think we covered the Rams pass game. <clears throat> Gurley obviously had another big contest. Uh, and, I mean, the Eagles side, like, things definitely just change here going forward, which we already yeah. talked about earlier. I mean, I think we, there you go. We, we hit this one. Jay Ajayi led the backfield with 15 carries, 78 yards. See, the thing is that I always worry, and I know, like, the instant reaction quarterback goes down, like, the immediate reaction is what does this do to the pass catchers? But I yeah. always worry more about the running backs. Yeah, interesting. It's, yeah, it's because it's just much more of, like, running back – Scoring is very highly sensitive and highly correlated with like good game quarterback script. play, and then game script, of course, too. And if you have a downgrade at quarterback, it would just make sense that you're going to be in more negative game scripts. It's not it, the offense just doesn't have the overall ceiling. Sure, it does with an MVP caliber quarterback like Carson Wentz. So good point makes me worried about guys like Ajayi, Blunt, and and the rest of those boys. But Giants next week, right? Sunday night football, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. French, what else you got on this game? Alex Collins had a monster game. Dude, this guy can ball. How yeah, is can. every running back just not, like, going out and Irish dancing their ass off all <laughs> offseason? I don't know, but he <laughs> was incredible. Point. I was That's very scared point. that, 
even the broadcasters like, oh, they got to give the ball to Alex Collins on this third down or whatever it was late in the game, and they didn't. They passed it, and then, like the Steelers stopped him. Like, just yeah. give the ball to your guy. He's hot. He's on you fire. I mean? he's, he's gaining these yards. So, so, uh, so yeah, huge game. He's a must start every week must going start. forward. I think Flacco's a good streamer next week against what? Cleveland. No, he's had two solid <laughs> games yeah, in a he row is. here. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you're if you're you know, in trouble. You're feeling dicey. Big Ben attempted 66 passes. That's craziness, man. So, Lev Bell, big game. Antonio Brown, big game. Uh, Jesse James had 10 catches for 97 yards. Does the Pittsburgh crowd still yell Heath? Yes. That's Heath, they're saying, right? They do. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Someone gave me a 280 reply tweet last night and was like, what is your opinion on whether or not this is disrespectful to the players that are actually on the field? Uh, Whoa! You're looking way too hard mute. into this, bro. That is a that's a mute or the offense. I'm sorry, whoever sent that, but a one a 280 tweet already question already <laughs> <Yeah>. highly questionable. <laughs> Two, like ask. I never like when people when people say like the uh, what's what's your like issue a comment on this, please. Like I'm not a not a politician. Yeah, I love so it. I, don't I, to, I, I think to, I joke all the time about. It. Let me issue, I'll wait till I issue an official statement. But when people ask, some some guy on Facebook messaged me this week like I think the refs intentionally or the the Falcons were intentionally uh, after Alvin Kamara to hurt him. And then he sent, like, this explanation of that, and he goes, your comments, please. Yeah. Like, what are you, a reporter? Yeah. <laughs> I just said, no comment. Yeah. Move it along. What, the, what the hell, man? Let's close out the show with a round of daily daps. Daps, 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 daps. Matt our, Franchise, kick us off. With look, our sound drops are so sad now. So sad. Very sad. <laughs> it went from awesome to this. Uh, Matt Franchise, what do you got? I don't. I got lazy and don't really have adapts. Okay, great. I mean, I got. I got. We had to leave early last Monday for our our ear thing. So I've been watching. I'm halfway through season two of Stranger Things now, and I, I get it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're further than me. I'm dropping. Uh, oh, wow. oh, oh. Yeah. Well, I'm a dad. So the new, the sure, new behind the times Stranger <laughs> Things. No, no but he's not me any, anymore. No, he's not the a, narrative he's anymore. He's got an excuse. I'm dropping. Like I was dropping references actually, during the games yesterday. Yeah. Actually, my my real excuse is that I have been trying to slog through Punisher. Ah, nerd. Yeah, I'm almost there. What? Oh, I mean, Stranger I Things didn't that. come What's out that? like last year. Stranger Things season two. Oh, oh you haven't. You have. Six I thought, weeks ago. I thought you meant you haven't seen it at all. Because that's franchise's problem is he hadn't seen it at all. No, no, but you finished season it. one. Oh yeah, I'm halfway through. Season and then you're two. you're halfway through season two. So no, you're still so, you're still way late. No, no. So he's past me because I'm only one episode in. Yeah, but he didn't season. start season one until like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So this is what? A really entertaining I've, semantics. I've now jumped ahead. Who's more behind? But. <laughs> Alex Gellar, what do you got? Uh, first daily dap. Go. <laughs> what? We're gonna cut off your daily daps. Go oh, ahead. Sorry, yeah, Go ahead. Get into it. Oh, let's I cut it to, off. I let's talk about movie. who's technically more behind in a show that came out. People want to hear this. No, they don't. No, yeah, they, they do. Don't. There's nobody that wants to hear this. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it. I'm here. <laughs> okay, All right, so Alex. Tell first, us what you saw at the cinema. Well, I did have one of those, but first, <laughs> first daily dap. I thought this was a great tweet. I just retweeted it during the show. Uh, it's from a guy called John Winter Tweet. He's an Eagles fan, but it applies to both Eagles and Packers fan bases. It says, me, hey, sorry, I've got to cancel our meeting. I'm waiting on MRI bo- results. Boss, oh, I'm so sorry. Did you injure yourself? Me, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. So that's that Very was good. a that was a great great fandom tweet. Very good. And then the other daily dap is I did go to the cinema this weekend. The cinema. Shock. I did see uh, The Disaster Artist, cool. which is starring James Some, Franco. Something about uh, the room. Dave blah, Franco. blah, blah. Okay, yes. I do want to see that. It's amazing. It's one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. I was sweating. I was laughing so much in the theater, and I think I like physically hurt a little bit afterwards because it's just, 
it's nonstop laughter, and it's a really, it's really, really, really well done. James Franco's amazing. It's hilarious. There are like thirty cameos in this movie that are just outrageous too. When the people pop up, you're like, oh my god, is that so and so? And it is. It is nice. There you go. Uh, I will daily dap. First of all, Josh Gordon and uh, Corey Coleman for throwing on those shades. <laughs> that was so sick. Those are so sick. Um, <laughs> they're amazing. And I don't know if they've officially said, but I. I unofficially said that they're the uh, deal with it glasses because that's exactly what they look like. Um, I will daily dap the uh, the Fantasy Hipster segment that uh, aired on Friday. Oh, very, thanks. very funny. Oh, uh, absolutely hysterical. I'll daily daps. Uh, two segments this week. Yeah, spoiler so keep an eye on. Whoa, look at you guys. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. There's going to be two segments? Yeah. I mean, you're really letting the cat Throughout out of the, the bag. My, my, uh, oh, my, my, my official policy with oh, this baby. place is never... But we got to let the people know official. to watch us, otherwise they True. won't know. Again, watch I, I, Live this week. Yeah, okay, there you go. Support the hipsters, please. Um, daily daps to the NFL Pick'em segment we did. Oh, yeah. That, that came out well. That came out well. So, uh, daily daps to uh, Tamposi for uh, – The loose cannon. cannon. The loose cannon. Um, so, there you go. That's my round of daily daps. Matt Harmon, what do you got? I actually don't really have one either. Okay, great. Producer Chris, what do you got? <laughs> you we're know, running long. Uh, <laughs> what? I got nothing. Yeah, I got a stiff arm because we're I, running long. I'm going to give daps to, to Baker Mayfield for winning the Heisman. This is my favorite time of Good year call. because – there are so many quarterbacks. It's like a valuation season. And oh, yeah. now sure. we're starting to see the top ten of the NFL draft order kind of take shape a little bit, and it's always Takes. fun to see who's going to be going in the first round, whether it's be Lamar Jackson, Mayfield, Rosen, Darnold, Allen. Yes. It's going to be a lot of fun. All of you know, them. You know, what, of you know what follows evaluation season is take, take season. season. Take hot season. take season. Yeah. Take, take season. Draft fun take time. Season. Actually, like, hot take season and evaluation season kind of the overlap. Yeah. Yeah. They're the, well, like, like draft Christian season, McCaffrey is the best running back. Yeah, well, the, tr- oh, the yeah. trouble is evaluation season happens and it's good, but then the t- takes all start to supersede the evaluation and you oh. just get into this outrageous time. The, the run-up to the NFL draft is like my favorite and least favorite part of the NFL season. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. the calendar. I love it. Because like it's so much fun and every team is filled with optimism because you're going to get new players, but yeah. my word, the takes that get spun. And after yeah, a while, you're so like, Weird. You're like we need because it's like it's like an eternity over the span yeah. of three months and yeah. like players well, stops you get, can change so much. First of all, you get wild. everything. You you get the forty time truthers. Okay, yeah, like sitting, you, one me. sitting in this Thank room. You. Thank you. That's me. <laughs> yes. Uh, you've get you've got uh, O line takesmen. Oh gosh! Right? God, heavy, the heavy legged waist benders. You know what I'm saying? Just the dancing bears. Just as were, just as bad. <laughs> the sand in their like pants. The, well, and, and it's. I'm not gonna. I I don't want to get into. it. I love O line truthers. Like oh, I love caramels. Oh, like, all right. Is that what they say? That's might as well. That's exactly. <laughs> what the worst is the exactly worst. Exactly how they say it too. It's like what, dude? Stop. They come at you from like from Mount Pius. Yes, that's like, the problem. That's you the don't problem. understand. Oh. Don't forget about the <laughs> These character. These guys are in the trenches. Character. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. And then oh, it's yeah. like, I've got takes on this guy's character that I've never read. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite was the, the, you scout, get it all. the scout quote that came you out of Marcus all. Mariota, that the fact that this guy has no red flags is a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? What? Maybe he was right. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what does that mean? If maybe if he had some red flags, he'd have thrown more touchdowns and interceptions. <laughs> this year. Unbelievable. Anonymous, if, if, if anonymous was, executives. Oh, oh God. It's great. You've already got it. There was uh, Matt Miller put an article out on Bleacher Report about like the qu- top quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, and all the. And there were just some utterly like predictable ones in there. Like this guy, like which to be fair, like I always think, you know, these anonymous scouts, like 
they probably just got to be getting called up in the middle of the day like, uh, I don't care. Let me just give this guy some canned Let me give him, give him yeah. a sound yeah. bite and get out of here. By the way, the, my favorite thing, my favorite take that I've seen, we should wrap this up, but it's been going around was so funny. It was legitimately like the scene from Moneyball. A scout had a quote like, yeah, I don't like Sam Donald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a bad face. <laughs> it's basically like he's too ugly to be a starting quarterback. Honestly, wow. I appreciate that take more than more than most. I think that's a good. I think that's a good. I mean, take. you look at the, some of the best quarterbacks; they are quite handsome. But then there's Andrew Luck thrown off the curve. Over well, and look there. at what happened to him. Well, there you go. Exactly. Look at the look yeah, at the look at savage. <laughs> to be fair, I don't want to. I don't want to see here like any anonymous scout quotes unless I know like what conditions they came under. Like again, if it's a phone call in the middle of the day, yeah. don't want to trust it. But if it's like three beers deep at like Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings, like late at night uh, at the, during the Senior Bowl, yeah, then I'm in. Then I'm in on that take. That's like uh, that's that's my qualification now yeah. for, for this draft season. Okay. I'm making it official. Proper if context. Gonna, if you're going to give me an anonymous scout this. quote, I need to know under what context it came. That's I don't right. need to know who it is. Right. Keep your anonymity. <laughs> Sure. But tell me where it came from. This guy was five appies deep at the Applebee's, <laughs> and he had one too many. He had about seven seven Coors Lights. Yeah, and if you're like if you're smoking cigarettes outside of a gentleman's club and he tells you this, I, I'm in. You're in. I believe it. You're in. Seven Coors Light at an Applebee's sounds <laughs> like the saddest story I've ever heard. Gross. Hello, that's that's the that's the scout life. That's, that's scout life. That but if but life. if it comes from a, like a text in the middle of the day, like oh I. I say things to for, to people in text all the time to get sure. them to stop talking yeah. to me all the time. Like right. that can't Perfect. you can't take that seriously. Okay, I right. love it. I'm what glad we show? that was important. I'm glad we settled yeah. that. That's good. That's a good way to end the show. What a great way to end the show. All right, for the whiskey from Wisconsin, Alex Gillard, Matt Harmon, Matt Franchise, Matt Franciscovich, and for producer Chris, I'm James Go. We'll see you later. See you later. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug right, needed. Let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Oh, oh. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.